All right. So you guys go all in on Airbnbs. Yeah. yeah. Like, what does that look like exactly? Yeah. I mean, so we, you know, like I said, when, when I lost my job, we had two active properties. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. after I lost my job, mm-hmm. we had no W-2 income. We had no ability to get approved for mortgages. We had money, but we couldn't spend it on mm-hmm. real estate because we needed to spend it on our mortgage and utilities right. and stuff. So basically, we had to find a way to scale without using any of our own capital and without using any of our own ability to get approved for mortgages. Oh. And what we did was we started leveraging our network uh, to find partners mm-hmm. to basically fund all of our deals for us. So that's what we did. So all of those properties we bought in 2021, mm-hmm. I think only one of those we, we bought like with our own capital. Everything else was us raising money from other people. Yeah. So we would find the deal. We would set the property up. We'd manage it long term. They would bring the, the the capital for you know down payment, closing costs, setup costs. They would get the debt, and yeah. then we just split everything down the middle. Got it. And then okay, so I think a lot of people get this twisted too. Like, oh, you guys have a following already. That of course you were able to do that. But yeah, I when we started this and that was our our game plan. I had maybe a thousand followers. Yeah. yeah, I had just started Bigger Pockets in like six weeks before I got fired. So oh. we we literally did not have a following yeah. at all, you know. Yeah. And I think a lot of people listening might be like, "Well, yeah, you guys are the Robinsons. Of course, it was easy exactly. for you to pull partners, you know." Yeah. But yeah. we really leaned into our skills, and um, like I'm a social media queen. I feel like mm. I'm really naturally just good at it. Tony, I just feel like is really good at teaching people things, yeah, you know. Yes. Yeah. So both of us with our skills combined really leaned into that and within that year grew both of our platforms and that was how we were able to leverage um partnerships mm-hmm. so yeah yeah the the power of social media is insane and i think we saw that early on and really dug deep into that yeah and i remember when i when i fr- when i flipped my first house i bought it without any of my own money mm. that's so, amazing for your first one for my very first one wow. yeah because i remember i was um i was cold calling as an agent and I started having that that feeling again. I was like, all right, am I going to be an agent for the rest of my life? Am right. I doing open houses and answering phone calls and negotiating people's water heater repairs? Like, yeah. Is this, <laughs> <laughs> is this it? Yeah. And then um, I was like, all right, I got to go into investing, but I didn't have enough capital. So I found a house that, was, that I got for 300, took it to a real estate investor. I was like, hey, I have this house. I think it could resell for 450, like put up the money and then we'll buy it together. <clears throat> and I knew that most hard money lenders, they want to see a history of you buying and reselling a house. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was like, I need to actually be on title, right? In my mind. So I took it to him. He was like, you know what? I'll give you $5,000. And then if you bring me another one, I'll give you $10,000. And I was like, uh, no. I was like, rather <laughs> yeah. you put up the money right. yeah. and put me on title or... I'm going to take it to someone else. Mm. And he was like, oh, you know, going back and forth. I can't put you on title. I was like, okay. I was like, all right, let me call around and then I'll get back to you if like for some reason someone else doesn't want to fund it. Mm. He was like, you know what? Let me talk to my partner. Spoke to his partner. Um, decided to do what I said. Bought the house. Put me on title. I remember, that's awesome. I, I remember looking at the title like, holy shit. <laughs> like <laughs> my name's on something. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. for your first one. For my first that is one, amazing. Yeah. So my first like few... I'll say four or five were like that because I just didn't have the money and I didn't know exactly how much money it was going to cost. Right. Because I knew the house needed to be renovated, but I don't have any like construction background. So that's eventually how I started flipping houses 
was getting them to put me on title. And then I took that history to a hard money lender and was like, look, I flipped five houses and then they were able to fund my deals. Mm -hmm. So we really leveraged social media to find our partners. How did you find that first partner for you? Uh, I just knew him. It was just like, uh, because I was a realtor. So in most brokerages, there's usually at least one investor. Yeah. So he was just the one investor in my office that I knew. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember I would ask him questions and he would never answer me. I would always be like, dude, like how much money do you make on a flip? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just straight to the point. Very Brian questions. Yeah. (laughs) And he would be like, oh, it's, it's not as much as it used to be. I'm like, okay. (laughs) <laughs> but he would always give me answers like that. Yeah, like, yeah, I very never vague, knew, yeah. yeah, very vague, not telling me anything. And then um, eventually, yeah, I think once I realized whoever has the deal has the power, that's when I was able to scale my business. Mm-hmm. <coughs> that's amazing. Yeah. So, so anyway, so then you guys get into Airbnbs, you find a partner. Mm-hmm. Like, what is your job exactly when you start acquiring these Airbnbs? So I pretty much don't get the baton passed to me when until a property is um like about to be closing. Mm-hmm. So I'm the one that helps design the properties, gets our, our boots on the ground. So our cleaning team, handyman set up, um, actually setting up the property mm-hmm. and then the guest management. So everything like operations, but anything that goes into like analyzing deals, <laughs> um, finding the partners, um, mm-hmm. finding the lender, all of that is what Tony does. Mm-hmm. So that's like step one of locking in an Airbnb, right? And then once it's all locked in, he passes it on to me. So he pretty much does acquisitions. You do operations. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So you're like COO. He's like acquisitions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah. CFO, COO, yeah, CEO, yeah, yeah. kind of visionary. But um, okay. And then like, what were some of the struggles like starting your first Airbnbs? I know my struggles for sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, actually, dude, like our, our first Airbnb it was like we struck gold with that one. Yeah, that because one was it like was a unicorn. Yeah, it was our best deal. Like even still to this day, mm. that one still gives us our best return. We bought a pretty much a turnkey cabin in the mm. Smoky Mountains, mm-hmm. and this was before like the Smoky Mountains really blew up. Mm-hmm. We bought that that cabin for five ninety. Mm. Um, we we used a ten percent down second home loan to buy it, so we put down fifty nine thousand bucks. We spent like another four or five thousand dollars, like you know, refreshing a little furniture piece throughout the house. So we're all in for like sixty-five k into mm-hmm. this property. Mm-hmm. The first twelve months that we owned it, we profited eighty-four thousand dollars. Oh, damn! Profited eighty-four k. Yeah, and you know that was a, a crazy year because it was like right after the pandemic, so like people were traveling a lot through Airbnbs. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've come down a little bit, but even last year, dude, we did. In 2022, that property did 134,000 in top line revenue, and we profited, I want to say, 57,000 on that okay. property. So even still, that's a 94% return on our yeah. $65,000 investment. Mm. So our our first deal was like, we'll, we'll never get another deal like that. Yeah, again. for sure. Yeah. And that one was super easy because it was turnkey. Yeah. So like Tony said, we just went to Walmart one day, spent like $3,000 to upgrade pillows, and new TVs, curtains, curtains, small yeah. decorative items like that. And it was rocking and rolling. Yeah. But our first like empty Airbnb was also not so bad because it mm. was a um, brand new construction, tiny home Airbnb. So it was like super sick exterior. Mm-hmm. Interior was like, 
spanking brand new. So yeah. it was just a matter of designing and um, setting up the furniture, you know? Got it. So I feel like the biggest struggle in painting the ass was just like building the furniture. Yeah. yeah. Like I feel like people d underestimate like how oh, much like yeah. physical work goes into Airbnbs. I mm -hmm. feel like a lot of other asset classes, you don't, you know, you don't, you don't have to be as hands on, yeah. but with an Airbnb, especially early on when you're setting up the property, girl, you're there for a week, you know, setting yeah. it up, building furniture, breaking, breaking down boxes. Like yeah. it's a grind, you know, yeah. to really get that house ready. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I'd say our, our bigger challenges now are just around like managing our team. Oh, absolutely. You know, mm -hmm. So we've got like we, we we own our own cleaning company in Joshua Tree. Oh, so, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So we've got like our, our ops manager that kind of runs most of everything. But then we've got like, I think, 12 cleaners right now working under her. Um, so just like managing that staff. Yeah. Um, we've got uh, a team of handymen out there as well. Uh, but then we've also got like virtual assistants that we're managing. We've got pricing managers that we're managing as well. So like at the volume that we're at now. Like, dude, if we open up Slack right now, like, you would see all the messages that are coming through. Just, like, it's a constant stream of, like, yeah. issues at Damn. one property or another. That is the, the hardest part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, just kind of like your guys' office here. You yeah. know, you have how many employees, you know, yeah. that you need to be on top of and checking. Mm -hmm. That's what it is for us. We're just all doing it through our phone, you know. It's, like, yeah. a massive, like, web of people, people that we need to oversee and guide and correct, you know. And it's just, like, yeah. that, I think, is, is, is definitely the the hardest part of this now. Mm -hmm.